Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. playoff action on the board here uh, this evening. The Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers, these guys are going back and forth uh, right now. And um, I understand we're going to be going uh, back and forth uh, here this evening all night uh, with uh, with the issues uh, that we were experiencing uh, last night. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know if um, I don't know if we've been cursed, if our system has been attacked or whatever the hell it is, but it uh, looks like we're going to have to fight through another night of uh, chaos and carnage. And I tell you what, I'm not really in the mood tonight. When you consider, when you consider, I'm not doing, uh, I'm not doing great here this evening, man. I was on the Atlanta Hawks plus the. It's one of those deals. Like, yeah, it was looking good until like it wasn't looking good. And the game got so close to the damn total. 118-102, but it was such a blowout that it just turned into garbage time. All right, so it's just uh, it was garbage time, and you know, garbage time means uh, you're going to throw your money in the garbage. Uh, that's what uh, that means. Meanwhile, we've got craziness in the Mile High City, the Vegas Golden Knights. Son of a bitch, man! I, I told you guys, Colorado were overrated, but I thought Colorado could step up at least with uh, with a win here this evening. Oh, Colorado, Montreal will never be able to beat Colorado. And then he'll never beat Colorado. You'll never beat Colorado. Um, and you know what? I've had a lot of people coming at me. Oh, you'll never beat Vegas. I said, Vegas isn't there yet either, but I think they're going to be there. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pencil players, the hustlers, the people of Pustler, but everybody else in between. Uh, what's the over-under tonight before I snap and have a uh, nervous breakdown on the air this evening? I don't know. Uh, level one, level two, level three, take your pick. 
Uh, FanDuel posting numbers right now as we speak. Vegas victorious over Colorado. Wow. The Colorado Avalanche, man, the dreaded, the, the, the damn, the dreaded 2-0 lead. 2-0 series lead, 2-0, you know, uh, game leads. Man, we saw it last night with the Montreal Canadiens, in which the Canadiens had a 2-0 lead in the game, and they blew the lead. Next thing you know, it was 2-2. Like, you don't see this in other sports. You know what I mean? Like, if you're watching an NFL football game and a team is up 14-0, you don't say to yourself, oh, yeah, it's going to be 14-14 for sure. And when you're betting, you know, when you're watching hockey, if you're going to bet on hockey, anytime a team is up 2-0, just take the other team in. Just take the other team plus, like, the goal and a half, plus the two and a half. You're going to win. Like, look tonight, Tampa won 2-0, but they were never really up 2-0, right? It was scoreless, then they were up 1-0, and then later it was 2-0 late. I'm talking about, like, boom. Team gets up 2-0, they're comfortable, hey, it's great, everything's great. Colorado were up 2-0, everything was great. Uh, they end up losing 3-2 uh, in overtime. So uh, they're feeling it in Vegas, and we get a step closer right now to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, versus uh, the Montreal Canadiens. And either way, I'm, I'm expecting it to be obnoxious, uh, to be honest. Like, I'm not expecting this to be like, you know. You know, now listen, we're in the semifinals and stuff like that. Colorado Avalanche fan was pretty pretty arrogant and stuff. And, you know, I, I said, you're a young franchise, um, young players. Yeah, you got a young superstar and stuff, but whatever, man. Superstars, you need a team. Uh, in 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 hockey, but Vegas, you know Vegas, one of these teams. I got nothing against them, but I don't want to hear smack talk from their fans. They've been in the league for like four years. Steve Merrill, maybe. <laughs> Andrew McKinnis, maybe. Earl Skakel, maybe. This is sports rage. Bring it. We do this 24 hours a day, every day. It's real. And it's here. We've got to come up with a better name for it than fantasy sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. This is the Technology Minute with George Capalbo. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash First Year 15 for promotional details.
Discourse Rage. I am Game of Ramsey. Going it down on the Twisted Tuesday. Shout out to everybody tuning in on SiriusXM Channel 204. We apologize for any uh, audio or technical glitches uh, that uh, happened this evening. You've been warned. Expect a bunch of them. Um, I was warned before the show with full confidence. It's basically like I'm like a baseball manager. They're like before the game. And our producers tell us, yeah, listen, you know, uh, like we're, we're probably going to have a bunch of problems. So it's like, it's like, well, like, why am I handing you the ball? <laughs> like if I'm like a manager, it's like, like, it's like a pitcher telling the manager, yeah, listen, uh, we're, uh, you know, listen, I'm probably going to give up like eight runs today and we're going to be down eight, nothing in the, in the bottom of the first inning. So I'm just giving you a heads up, Skip. And I'm thinking, all right, all right, all right. Um, uh, but hey. It is what it is. At this point, you know, in life, you're not going to win every battle every day, right? You're just not, right? Like, you're just not. You got to pick your battle, so to speak. So for me, right now, my battle is basically the Utah Jazz. That's all I can worry about right now. I can't, I can't worry about everything else. Although I am concerned about Steve Merrill. Where's Steve Merrill? <laughs> Steve. Uh, but Steve, uh, we'll get. Uh, we we'll get Steve Merrill on, hopefully here. But I can't concern myself uh, with the outside world. All I can concern myself, like basically, you know, at this point, it's like, all right, Utah better win this damn basketball game. That's basically all I can say right now. Like Utah, Utah better step up. And you know what? Utah have gone on quite a bit of a run right now. It'll be interesting to see if uh, the Los Angeles Lakers hit uh, Nemesis. The Clippers, the only team still playing in Los Angeles uh, right now. And uh, you know what? We were going to talk Laker basketball with uh, Jovan uh, Buha on the program tonight, but that's another story as well. Uh, but the Clippers, the Clippers played a seven-game series. Now they're playing in Utah. Next to Denver, the altitude in Utah is the second highest in the NBA. The Clippers are not a young team. You have to wonder if fatigue catches up as this basketball game goes on. Um, it's the old rust versus rest uh, factor. Let's bring in Steve Merrill uh, right now. Lucky Steve Wager Talk steps up. What's up, Steve? What's going on, Gabe? Doing all right, uh, Steve. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us. I tell you what, I'm stressing out uh, this Utah and uh, Clippers game, uh, though. I'm on. Who do you, I don't know if you have who you, if you have any action on this game, uh, but I've got the Utah Jazz in this uh, game. And I got him parlayed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So we already hit that uh, part of it. And it's a nice plus money play. So I'd like to finish this off uh, with a comeback win here tonight. And, you know, as I was saying, listen, these guys just played a seven game series, Steve. So they're on the road right now, coming off a seven game series in the altitude here. And they're not a young team, the Clippers. This could be, you know, I'm curious to see. I'm fascinated to see how this plays out. But Utah should be able to take advantage of this, even without Mike Conley in the lineup. Yeah, I had two games I liked tonight. I liked Philly and I liked Utah. And, um, you know, even with Conley out, I wasn't too worried because he didn't play much in the 16-point, and they had a 30-point lead in that game, you know, in game five against Memphis, um, back up more than capable. Uh, but my concern when I was he saw he wasn't playing, and the line went from four down to three was that, we had that damn game one scenario again that bit me back in the last series. I used Utah, by the way, in all six playoff games this year, Gabe, and I'm four and one so far with them. But, uh, you know, you remember that game one where they um, sat Mitchell, you know, and it looked like he was going to play against Memphis, and then he's jumping up and down on the sidelines, looked fully healthy. I just feel like 
Snyder keeps thinking like he doesn't have to take these game ones seriously, and that might be somewhat true, but I thought this was a great spot to fade the Clippers for all the reasons you just mentioned. I mean, they had two back comeback wins in games six and seven to win that series, one day of travel and then playing in the thin air and altitude. I mean, why not just smoke them tonight? And you know what? You're not playing the Memphis Grizzlies right now, right? It's a little bit right. different. That's that's the thing. I mean, you can't you can't leave the window open for these guys at all, man. Right? Like these killers, these assassins, these players that have won championships before, you just notice how they think quicker, Steve, on the floor. You know what I mean? Like I see it all the time. Like, you know, one team will sort of hesitate. Kawhi will get the ball, and he just cuts it to the rack, or he just fires. He takes the shot right away. No hesitation. But you know what? I think Utah, we'll see what Utah learned from last year. Because to me, this is a pretty bad, bad, this is a pretty massive game. Like, if the Clippers lose this game, you know, I know you can't say, all oh, the Clippers are done. If Utah lose this game, Steve, it's hard to, like, sort of fully buy in. I hate to be that guy to overreact after one game, but I'm going to overreact after one game. If you're Utah, you got to win this game. Nah, don't be that guy, Gabe. I was on a, I was on Wager Talk today earlier, and Teddy's uh, free play for the show was the Atlanta Hawks. Not a strong best bet tonight on Philadelphia. And uh, Teddy and I don't disagree too often, but – um. He said basically he was Philly, all this and that. He goes, I normally don't overreact to one game. He goes, but after seeing game one, I'm not on Philly anymore. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I didn't say anything because yeah, he was yeah, doing the yeah. segment separately. But I was thinking, nah, man, that seems like a little bit of an overreaction to me. So, yeah, don't be that guy, Gabe. You know better. <laughs> no, and especially, especially we just saw, we just saw with, you know, the, the bizarro world, opposite world happening all the time, right? In Dallas, uh, in Dallas in the Clippers series. Right. But but without being stated, Utah have had nothing but postseason failures before in the past, Steve. Right? And the Clippers are the real deal, bro. Like Kawhi Leonard. Well, I'm not gonna say the Clippers are the real deal, but I'll say Kawhi Leonard is the real deal. And like I said, man, you've you know, you, there's only seven games in this series. You don't get a lot of cracks at it. You can't screw it up. Right? You can't screw it up. Like that's why you know the one Phoenix. I like what Phoenix did when it was against the Lakers. They had the Lakers on the ropes, and they handled it. You know what I mean? It was like, no, no, we're going to go there, and we're going to win, and we're going to finish this off. Dallas didn't have that killer instinct. I just, you know, I guess that's the best way of putting it. You need a killer instinct. But you're right. You know, you're right. I don't want to fully be that guy. <laughs> but about saying, oh, this series is done after one game. But as I stated, if I'm Utah, I, uh, I, I you know, I think you got to win this game. I think, you know, I'm not saying it's the be-all, end-all, but, you you know, you should, you got to win this game. Well, keep in mind, Conley's out, and he should be back, hopefully. So I think that's another way to look at it is that, you know, your starting point guard, one of your best players, is not playing, and you are still got a tight game. So, yeah, I, I definitely think this series has the makings of a competitive long series. And like you said, the postseason failures Utah's had or lack of success Clippers haven't exactly proven themselves yet either, even though, as you know, they were my pick to win the whole thing. So it's not like I'm anti-Clippers. Uh, but they're as bipolar as they get. Steve Merrill uh, kicking it with us. Well, it looks like this game's going to come down uh, to the wire. So I have to admit, I took Teddy's side of things today. Only, you know, listen, the way I haven't been zigzagging too much, Steve, in the playoffs, NHL and NBA, actually. And, you know, it's been a different approach, but it's been a pretty successful approach for the most part in which I've sort of, been riding teams. If I'm like, listen, I like this team to win the series. I'm just going to ride them out here. And tonight, I, you know, part of me thought Philadelphia was going to win the game, but I didn't think it would turn into the the blowout that it did. And 
listen, man, Atlanta kept coming back and hanging around and hanging around. But, you know, you won your bet tonight because of Shake Milton, man. And you know what? <laughs> but give him credit. You know, Shake and Bake. Shake Milton stepped up, and he just couldn't be stopped. He was the difference, right? And, you know, a close game turned into a double-digit game. And then, you know, Steve, what really upset me is I had the over. And these damn overs, man, like when it's a blowout, Steve, it turned into garbage time, bro, and it fell just short. Yeah, which is kind of counterintuitive, though, isn't it? You would think when it's garbage time, there'd be a lot of flow, you know, no defense. But the problem is you don't get the fouling, of course, and you need that fouling. You know, that the foul shots, especially in college, I mean, you know, the NCAA tournament, I mean, it literally can add 10, 15 points to a game if they foul or not. Steve Merrill, wager talk, kicking it uh, with us. The late-night edge advancement class. And we'll get us some baseball with Steve, too. We'll talk more NBA on the other side. We'll crunch some numbers. Vegas beats Colorado tonight on the ice. The late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. There's a pandemic going SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Network. Late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Branchy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the DJs, and uh, everybody else in between. Steve Merrill kicking with us. Wager talk uh, in the house. We got NBA basketball, NHL playoff hockey, wild night in the NHL uh, once again uh, this evening. Utah Jazz in the Los Angeles Clippers uh, going at it. Uh, big game one. Steve Merrill told me, don't be that guy. So interesting that Teddy was that guy. He abandoned the ship. And <laughs> but, hey, listen, this series... 
this series is going to be a tight one still. Uh, you know, that was a good win for uh, – there was a good win uh, for Philadelphia tonight. But, you know, Atlanta were on a run. They were 5-1 and one in the last six games in the playoffs here, straight up and against the spread. So they were kind of due to hit the wall. Philly's a good team when they're on top of their game. But now they go back to the ATL, Steve. And what's the, what's the Atlanta's record now? Is it – it's 22, right? Yeah, it's 22 and 22 and two now in their last 24 home games, back at wow. home. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like second best record in the league since uh, March 2nd when they made the coaching change. It was 21 and two, and then they beat the Knicks again. So 22 and two at home their last 24 games. So, got you know, what do you think happens? A split when they go back home, or can you think Atlanta can? You know, can Atlanta really take two and be up three games to one, or is it going to be a split? Yeah, well, it was interesting that you don't think Philly can win both of them, and I would agree with you. I don't necessarily think that's likely either. I mean, we talked about the coaching change. March 1st, this Atlanta team was 14-20 and 20 overall, yeah. and then they make the coaching change, temporary coaching change. McMullen was the interim coach. He was the former interim. assistant. Yeah. You know, he was known for getting them to play hard in the regular season and then kind of fade, and so far they haven't faded. But, yeah, I think what was it, um, until the loss tonight, they were, I think, 31-12, and 12, maybe 32-11 and 11 or something. And like you said, that home record's been even more amazing. Um, they are still below 500 team on the road this year. So the fact they got the split at Philly, I think, was a semi-victory for Atlanta. And, uh, yeah, I would expect them to get at least one or two, maybe both. Yeah, so if you're Atlanta, I'll be that guy again. I'll say, no, no, you need to get them both. You need to get them both uh, back, uh, uh, back home. Uh, so let's check in. Uh, let's check in with some overnight numbers uh, right now moving forward uh, here. And I'll tell you what, man, you know, you said it, though, Steve. Anytime you think you know, you don't know. So what? how do you think Denver responds? Because I'll be honest, and I've been crushing the hockey, Steve. Um, and I was I'm doing pretty well in the NBA, but I've been on the wrong side of a couple of games um, in the last two nights. So, la- like, last night I was on Denver. Uh, Denver plus the points. And clearly it was the wrong play, although I did hit the over, so I got the split there. But I thought Denver could match up with Phoenix I thought the point spread might have been a little bit too high. What do you make about game two here? Do you see the same thing happening? Or, like, how do you think this plays out? It's six points right now, 222 and a half. Well, I mean, the initial thought would be, you know, this is a good bounce-back spot. Quality teams normally bounce back in games two off a loss. That's one of the reasons I liked Philly tonight. I think there's no question Philly's a quality team. They're the number one seed. They're a six-point favorite. Um, The question for me in this one, though, is Denver really like a Class A team without Jamal Murray. I know they've continued to win without him for the past month, you know, um, but you just kind of wonder if they're on borrowed time at this point. Um, I don't want to say they had an easy matchup against Portland because Portland was a slight favorite in that series price, but it's not like they just knocked off the defending world champs like Phoenix did. Now, granted, Phoenix got benefited from Anthony Davis getting hurt. I'm not sure they win the series otherwise, but the Suns in Utah, Gabe, as you know, were the two best teams throughout the regular season this year. They were either first or second at different times, best record. Um, and as you know, something we talked about last week, I brought this up on the NBA show Monday on wagertalk.com yesterday is you could win a lot of bar bets with who's the 10th best one single game score ever with 70 points, Devin Booker. <laughs> I mean, still amazed me to see him on that list last week when we were talking about that. But my point is you have a true superstar there and with Jamal Murray out, you just feel like this is Phoenix's series. If Denver's going to get a game, though, it does look like game two plus six is probably the spot for them. And they do also have that altitude edge. You know, I know travel isn't a factor like it is in the regular season, but Phoenix is still, you know, a desert team that's going to be playing in that altitude for a couple games. So 
I'd say it's make or break for Denver. If they get this game too, somehow I'd say they have a chance. Uh, they go down 0-2, even going back to the altitude. I think it's going to be an uphill battle. Uh, no pun intended, up the mountain battle. Uh, Steve Merrill, wager talk kicking with us. I am Gabriel Renzi, Sirius XM Channel 204. So, uh, Steve, uh, Arash Markazi, who's on one of our affiliates, actually, the Mightier 1090 in San Diego and Los Angeles, um, had a great tweet. So the last time the remaining teams in the NBA playoffs <coughs> won the championship, Philadelphia 76ers, 1983. Milwaukee right. Bucks, 1971. Atlanta Hawks, wow. 1958. Brooklyn Nets, oh. never. Clippers, never. Utah Jazz, never. Denver Nuggets, never. Phoenix Suns, never. Wow. Like, we talked about it coming into the year um, and into the playoffs, Steve, I should say, you and I, and a lot of people we talked with about it's a little bit different this year. Like, how many times, like, think, Steve, of the history of the NBA, bro, like, since we've been watching, right? You know, like, as a, t- as a kid and stuff, it was the same two teams all the time. Like, you know, I mean, when I was, like, 10 and 11, 12, like, Dr. J and the Sixers got there. But then it was magic. It was the Lakers and the Celtics, bro, right, throughout the 80s. It was. Like, it was they, they played all the time. It was the Lakers and the Celtics League. And, and then, boom. Then it was the bad boys of Detroit Pistons. Then it was Michael Jordan where it was like, hey, you're not beating Jordan. Uh, and then, you know, Shaquille O'Neal and the Lakers. And then, you know, Golden State, Steve. There's always been, you know what I mean? It's like, like in the history of the NBA, bro, not that many teams even won championships. Like 13 franchises or something. Like it's ridiculously like how little teams, like if you look at the history of the league, guys, it's the same damn teams that win all the time. Yet this year it felt different. And I've been telling people it feels like there's a passing of the torch a little bit and there's like fresh blood. But, you know, I guess it's not really because Kevin Durant's not fresh blood. Kyrie Irving's not fresh blood. But how about that, guys? Philadelphia 76ers haven't won since 83. Milwaukee haven't won since 1971. Atlanta since 1958. Brooklyn Nets are a new team and uh, they never won in New Jersey. Uh, but they never won in New Jersey or Brooklyn. Los Angeles Clippers have never even been to the conference uh, finals before, let alone won a championship. The Utah Jazz lost to Jordan. Uh, Denver never won a title, and Phoenix never won a title. Uh, it's amazing, Steve. Fresh blood. Yeah, I was going to tell you, you know which one team's not going to win a title this year, Gabe? And I know you were big on them coming in. Is uh, the yeah, Milwaukee yeah. 1971, <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had the over last night. I lost with that. But I also like Milwaukee. I used it as the free play on the Wager Talk show yesterday on the NBA show. And, I mean, it's not that it lost. They, they were never even in the damn game. I mean, just <laughs> I what an – and you got to admit, I mean, and I told you, you know, my concern with Milwaukee, and you said maybe this year's different. I didn't disagree with you. I thought maybe it could be different. Um, and I thought last night it would be different, but it's that same old Bucks team. You know, they're, they're regular season warriors, and the Greek, it just did not look like a two-time MVP. And I've said that numerous times in the postseason the last few years. Um, not looking good for Milwaukee with Harden out, and they're down 0-2. No, and, and the odds makers don't resist, Steve. And what do you do? Are you just tapping out now? Like, like so you hear, and you know, it's amazing, Steve. So Milwaukee were two-point favorites in the last game. It closed at minus two. So Milwaukee closes yeah. minus two on the road. They get smashed by, what, 39 points. And now they go back home, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites again. So they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. Like, but this is it. Their season literally and fittably is on the line here. Like, this this is it. And this is the situations that normally do work well. And, look, they're still a <laughs> Class A team. And one, one of my favorite angles for three decades now 
is to play decent teams off a blowout loss. It's covered well yeah, over yeah. 60% for decades. So there's a lot of things that check all the boxes here. And it doesn't mean Milwaukee's going to win the series. You know, when I said they're done, it means I don't think they're going to win four out of five. Yes, yes, but exactly. Yeah, yeah, if they're going to get a game, it's here. But how about this, game? You had that great angle last week about, you know, the first half for these teams down 0-2. Full game, three and a half. First half line, two and a half. So <laughs> to say that's not – to say that's being priced in and why these systems often stop working, I think that's evidence right there. That's a great point that you raised. They they make it stop working. <laughs> they're aware of these. Oh yeah. They're aware of these trends as well. I know. I know. We've we've seen it, and it's one of these deals where, if you know what I mean, if you take Milwaukee and they lose, you're going to feel like the biggest idiot in the world. It's going to be like, I can't believe I took these guys. They just got smoked. They got in the first two games. They're gutless. We saw this last year. Yet. Yet, if you take Brooklyn and Milwaukee rolls, give me like, uh, it was a perfect spot for Milwaukee tonight, wasn't it? It really was. Like, I hate to say it, Steve. I got to take Milwaukee here. It just bothers me to yep. do it, but I've got to do it. Like, this is it. Because like you said, like, if they go down three games to none, they could get swept. And, you know, whatever. They're going to snap. And Giannis might want to get traded and stuff for all we know after. Right? And, you know, like, yeah, I know he was doing the contract extension, but who knows? Like, Budenholzer will get fired for sure. But as you said, I'm with you. I don't think they're going to win the game, but they could still lose this series in six. You know what I'm saying? They could still win a couple of games here. Yeah, and they were a fa- they've were they been favored in two of the three games. You know, so it's not like they're outmatched. And the odds makers know what they're doing. And like you said, they closed as a slight favorite in game two last night. Uh, reminds me a little bit of the Clippers series, doesn't it? The Clippers are down 0-2. I had that big, strong play on them yeah, like yeah, two yeah. weeks ago right here on Tuesday night. You and I both had them. And um, I went on an 11-1 and NBA run after that. And so many people jumped ship because of that one game. I came right back with the Clippers in games three and four and one with them. I used them in game six and one with them. Stayed off game five, used the over in game seven. So I was 4-0 all the other games in that series that I used after that one loss. But no, I, I, there's so many people that jumped ship and probably never got back on board with me, you know. So I can see that here in this series again. I think it's always uh, the case. It, we'll talk about it on the other side, but... If you're, you don't want to buy it, you don't want to buy into to a handicapper when he's on an 11-1 run. I'd rather buy in when he's coming off the cold streak until hot streak's coming. Yeah. Bring it. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network, doing our part to spread the winning edge nationwide. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Consumer Cellular, 
you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom Calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. So, uh, Steve, fascinated by the points right here. And so, as we were saying, I think about the same thing. So, as you were talking about uh, life as a handicapper, when, you know, you, you go you go on a, a torrid pace after, after you know, giving out a pick, and it, and it doesn't win, and that's always the way. But I was thinking, you know, and you can attest to that. Like, I would rather buy into a guy that's ready to break out, right, than a guy like, you see that all the time. Hey, I'm 13 and 0 in my last 13 picks. I'm like, yeah, well, nobody goes 24 and 0, right? So it's hard to go 25 and 0. So it's not the time to buy in, Steve. So we see that all the time, and I think that way too about like betting. Like I'll often hear what we're handicapping baseball and stuff, and it's like, you know, this pitcher is 5 and 0 in his last starts, or you know, his WHIP is this, he's done this, and it's like, yeah, you don't want to want to bet against it, but I often think, Steve. Isn't this guy doofed like to regress right now? Yeah, there's no question with pitchers. It's something I follow actually. That that five is actually kind of a magic number, like you just said. Um, you very rarely see a guy go more than four, five, six games without one off game. So you're exactly right about that. And bigger picture, an angle that I like actually, and it's hard to pull the trigger because you're playing some ugly ducklings. Um, is guys very rarely don't have a good game out of four or five. And there's a reason for that. I heard this years ago. I don't remember exactly how I heard it from. It was a baseball analyst or manager or pitching coach, but it makes a lot of sense. They said, basically, you know, with all the talent nowadays and all the depth at the minors and everything, if, if a guy's had four or five bad starts and he is starting still, that means he still has something, you know, otherwise he'd be gone. And it's amazing yeah, yeah. how many times somebody like in that fifth or sixth start, they'll, they'll pitch like a seven-inning, two-run game. Uh, so it's just something to keep an eye on. That's very interesting, actually. Very, very interesting. So, And you're right, because people will often say, I'm not betting on this guy. Look at him. He's been lit up in his last three starts or last four starts. But as you state, so they, they see something. So I'm, we'll get into some baseball, actually, because there's some teams that are just amazing. And I cashed a ticket tonight with, with San Francisco. And, I've been, I, you know, I figured, hey, listen. Don't have to know why they're winning. Just, you know, keep on betting because <laughs> right. they are. Right? It's like it's one of those deals. I don't have to, you know, to figure it out. But uh, so three and a half, Steve, it's just it's killing me, this number, because I'm like, <laughs> like what, what do you do? It hasn't moved since it's open, too. You almost don't have a choice but to take Milwaukee. And we got an opening number, Steve, going back to Atlanta. Philadelphia 76ers minus one and a half road favorites, minus 122 on the money line against the Hawks. Yeah, you know, if the Hawks were down 0-2, they'd be, what, a two-point favorite probably? I mean, the, the Hawks would be favored. So that's interesting to me. Um, 
hard to overlook. What is it? You said 21 and two now home the last 23, man. I mean, it's not like the Hawks are. Yeah. This is where it gets tricky. Like everyone's looking at the overall seasonal numbers now, but Atlanta, as I kept saying, you know, they were 14 and 20 before the change, like 32 and 13 cents or whatever it is now. Um, this is not the same team. They're young, but it's you know, they're again. It's not like the 76ers or some veteran playoff team. It's not like it's the Warriors or the Lakers or something. You know, I mean, Philadelphia is a pretty young playoff team, also. So Atlanta really benefited from catching them because, by default, they only have to beat the Nets or maybe the Bucks. They don't have to beat both of them because you know they only have to play one if they get by the Sixers. And I still think they have a chance to get by the Sixers in this series. I mean, shoot, like I said earlier, I like them tonight. But 12 hours ago, Teddy, who I respect a lot, you know, had basically written off the Sixers in this series, and now they're a road favorite. <laughs> so my guess is, you know, Teddy would like the Hawks in that game, I guess. But it'll be interesting to see if he's changed his mind after tonight. Yeah, you know what? And that's that's sort of the deal, isn't it? You either have to pick your poison, Steve. Are you going to are you going to try to zigzag and 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 jump in and out, <laughs> or are you going to sort of ride a team? Like, because once you sort of, like, you know, and I will tell you something, Steve. I did, uh, coming into the series, I did tell people, I really don't think Milwaukee are going to win the series. <laughs> like, I did bring it up. I just said. Oh, that were your team I, for the I, last month. No, you no, but I maintained. Well, but I maintained, <laughs> and I stuck by it after. I said, whoever's coming out of this, though, will win. But, no, I didn't, I I didn't hammer them. I didn't hammer them, Steve, um, like, coming into this. I really didn't because of Brooklyn are just so damn good. And you know what concerned yeah. me was the fr- the free throws from Milwaukee, right? I was like, you know what? And even if they play close games, they don't hit free throws, this team. And I brought it up. No, you're right. I'm not abandoning ship. I'll own it. I'll own it. Um, <laughs> that's why they better get a couple of wins out of this. I don't care if they lose, but they, get a, they better get a couple of wins out you of this. You've got to love it. <laughs> so, I mean, you're just concerned they're going to win by less than three? I mean, if you you know, the odds of that happening are pretty slim. What There's only by maybe, what, a 12% chance it lands on one, two, or three? So, I mean, in that case, you're probably well, overthinking it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I, I just don't like what I've seen. I don't like Moonholes. <laughs> they're falling apart well, I, here. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, but, I mean, but and, you know how the playoffs and, That's why those teams all pull out losses are always such great plays. I'll say this real quick, though, Gabe. That angle and there's no James Harden even, and they still got smashed, Steve, by 39. That's even, like, even worse. Here's the problem, though, Gabe. I talked about that blowout angle being like over 60% for decades, playing teams over like a 20-point loss. But normally you get an extra point or two because of it, and that's not the case here. Like you're saying, the line is actually no, no. played it the other way. So that's what's kind of strange about this scenario. All right, so it's, it's it's so as you were saying, and you know what I did though, I took Milwaukee in Game One, but I went light. I was like, you know what, uh, roll the dice here because I, I kind of talk. You know, I told people I better take, so I went <laughs> in on it. Game Two, I was on I, the air I, the other night, Steve. I had a best bet on people, them in Game One, actually. So I was yeah, with you on that. So I'm not alone. Yeah, but you know what? I can't lie, bro. Uh, my Montreal Canadiens have been winning in the playoffs and stuff, so I've been caught up, right? So I'm like, ah, whatever, just give me this in the basketball. I'm watching the hockey. Right, it's been one of those deals, but they're off for a week, and I've already lost money tonight with them being off. Steve, it's been great. My favorite team has won seven games in a row. Uh, five of them is underdogs. <laughs> I even have to think. It's just like every night I'll take them again. I'll take like this other stuff. I gotta think. I'm like, oh god, you know what? What am I gonna do here? But I, what I did, Steve, do, I will own it. I took Milwaukee in the first quarter uh, the other night. I was like, you know what? They're going to come out hot. They got to come out hot after losing game one. They got murdered, bro. So you brought up the trend that I talked about. 
I, according to my my mind here, Steve, which is a little frayed, um, it was two and two, so it went fifty percent. That uh, that trend uh, in the first which round. Which trend? Which one? The uh, the, the the down two nothing first half trend. Oh, oh the game three so teams, first half down yes. two. Yeah, so yeah. it went two and two. So it didn't. So Steve, what would what would that move the number at sixty uh, sixty five percent at if it remained at fifty? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I had, I'd, so it I'd actually written it down. It, what was it? Was um like ninety one and forty or something? You'd said. Yeah, ninety one forty and two. Okay. Yeah, so it was one hundred forty three games. Yeah. So, so now, now it's ninety three. Ninety three and forty two. So that's one hundred and forty five. So it's sixty four percent now. The problem, yeah, though, like I, saw, I said, Gabe, is you'd have to see how they're adjusting because Milwaukee's two and a half first half, three and a half game. I bet you five years ago that wouldn't have been the case. So I think they've caught on to it, and it's going to slowly diminish. I'm seeing right now FanDuel Milwaukee Bucks minus one and a half, minus one thirty two first half, and well, look minus what they do for the money line, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, yeah, yeah. they're boxing Crazy. you out of the first half play, right? They're like, hey, you want to lay the money line? 170. <laughs> I love I love FanDuel, man. FanDuel's like a standalone. They're like, screw it. We'll put minus 132 juice on that and give you one and a half. I love it. I mean, they're, they're a standalone. They don't care what everyone else is doing. They make their own numbers. It's great. No, they really do. Like, they, they, you're right. They're in their own. Um, they come out and they're like, you don't like it, beat it. Um, That's really interesting, so, though, yeah, isn't it? It's okay, but I'd love to like talk to them sometime about why they do one and a half minus one thirty-two because everyone else basically has two and a half with a teeny bit of juice that way. Still, I, I'd wonder if they just never they didn't want to move off that number. Maybe that's what they issued, and then the money's come in, and they just you know they don't want to move to two or two and a half. It's kind of interesting, though. I'd love to hear the logic behind that sometime. They're pretty, they're pretty forthright too, actually. Um, like they're one of their head odds makers, Steve does interviews on the network and he takes, he'll, you know what I mean? He answers questions. Cause I've heard them talk about that. It was the Thanksgiving day game, Washington. I think it was Washington and Dallas. Dallas and yeah. everybody, I don't know, man, there was a number, they had a different number than everybody just by like a point, but in the NFL, it's a, a lot. Right. And, and he basically said, listen. He said, and he, he stressed, we're not trying to get action. We don't care if we get action on both sides. That's not like our goal. Like, our goal is to set a number, and if you want to beat it, beat it. Like, basically, they're kind of a real book, actually, in that sense. Like, they're setting their own number, Steve. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the Vegas, the casinos, that is just part of a, a company and a corporation. They're just simply trying to get, you know what I mean, grind out the profit on, on both sides. It seems like the DFS guys that got into this, to the sportsbook stuff, they're a little bit more edgier and ballsier, Steve. They don't, they'll yeah. have different numbers, right? And they'll challenge you a little bit more. And they'll just say, if you don't like it, beat it, essentially. Gabe, I want you to set that up sometime. we got to have like a one-hour show or podcast, you, me, and like their head odds maker. I'd love that. Between you and me asking questions, I think the public would love that too. Yeah, yeah, that would no, be I a mean, pretty we'll cool show up. to do. Yeah, that'd be I, a lot of fun. We got him on this show and, uh, even on uh, one of these nights even. Like I said, no, he's you know as long as the time zone and stuff, we, we can we can make it work. But no, he comes on the network. Uh, he comes on the network a couple of times a week. It's fascinating. I used to talk to him. It was cool off the record talking to him, Steve. I used to see him sure. Sunday mornings at the book, and it was real good. Like he would tell me point blank, oh yeah yeah yeah. He goes, they all bet this and they're all gonna lose. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. He would like, it was really funny. Like he's like he was totally like he was so open and honest. He's like, oh yeah yeah, we really set him up there. Like 
we gave him plus three, and he goes, you know, it seems like we you know, people think we're crazy, but we think they're going to lose by more than three. Like, they have their own power rankings. I guess that's the best way of putting it, Steve. And they stick to them. And don't forget, they come from a DFS world in which they live in a power ranking world of each player, each Correct. play, and everything, right? Yeah, very uh, mathematical, I would think, being the fantasy background. And um, what's interesting about this Milwaukee game, this might make you feel a little bit better about the Bucs. I'm looking at some of my consensus sites right now, and the public is pretty heavy on, on Brooklyn right now. I think Brooklyn's oh, going to be good, one of the good, more public good. plays. And probably the most public NBA play I've seen so far was Dallas in Game 7 Sunday. And we know how that turned out. So, um, you know, I'd love to fade the public in the NFL like you were just talking about. That's the strongest sport to do it. I did a fade the public NCAA tournament video, you know, for Wager Talk and just did one this weekend for the NBA for the first time because I had four games over three days so I could get some information out. And Dallas was a very heavy public side. And I'm looking now and Brooklyn's up there. So I almost feel like FanDuel's doing that right now. And you'd be like, well, the better number is minus one and a half. Not so fast because think about it. If the public likes Brooklyn and they're getting a nice plus money price on the plus one and a half, I think that's the square side there. So I'm not so sure that's not what they're doing with that line. Steve Merrill uh, kicking it uh, with us on the late night anger uh, management class. Uh, So we played a team total uh, tonight, uh, Steve. Utah Jazz over 111 and a half. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, exactly. Never. I was going to say, I'll tell you what, I wasn't sure on a couple of occasions, Steve. I'm like, 47 points at the half. Never in doubt. <laughs> you're right. I thought about it. So what I needed, I know you're right. I needed uh, so 47. I only needed uh, 68 points. 67 points. Yeah, that's what I needed in the second. 67 points. Uh, 665. Sorry. And, uh, and we get it. 65. Bring it. Pull the mountain. Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023.
Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Bon appetit. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Just a level one, but my sanity as well. Late night anger management class, Steve Merrill with us talking NBA. So, Steve, I brought up uh, the San Francisco Giants earlier. And I think later on I'm going to do a little market watch in which I'll get people caught up to date as far as um, how much money teams are up or down so far uh, this year. But, you know, it's got to be like, you know what I mean? This is the most least talked about story in sports, Steve. The San Francisco Giants playing playing in a division that was talked about well, about Los Angeles and San Diego so much, um, and people left San Francisco for dead. And you know, any the, are they going to win this division? I don't know. I mean, teams that are in first place on June first do win the division, like um, you know, fifty nine percent of the time. But I, you know, it's, it's it's unbelievable to me, Steve, that this team just keeps winning baseball games and and putting money in people's pockets. Well, if you know, a week or two ago, I would have said that the Padres are probably the. I still think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Just saying, they're not going to get by them. But some groundbreaking news this week, and in fact, Joe Ranieri broke it here on this network on Saturday afternoon with me. We did our two-hour show from noon to two Eastern on Sirius XM channel 204. And we talked about the sports illustrated article that's about to come out with the, um, substance abuse in baseball, the uh, grip to the spin rates, Trevor Bowers, the poster child, his spin rate Sunday was about 200 less on his fastballs. He did not have a good outing. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, I'd be a little cautious of the Dodgers going forward. I liked him tonight against the pirates because it was the pirates. And I don't think Bueller is benefiting as much as others with the adhesive. Uh, but one of the guys in the bullpen got lit up tonight in one inning of work. I'm telling you, um, baseball's about to get turned upside down. We've talked about scoring being down. Uh, they're about to do something about that. Uh, it's something we should talk more about maybe Friday night. Well, we'll see. You're right. Like, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole had a bad outing, and they're, they're about to crack down. We talked about the substance stuff earlier in the week. And, you know, it'll be curious. You're right. We'll overstart to, to cash. We'll overstart to cash more moving forward. I don't know. Uh, we're we're going to see. Um, how how serious baseball is about cracking down. Steve Merrill, bring it. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 